0: Well, thank you, and good morning again. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 267. Our God is all in all, His children cannot fear, See baseless evil fall, And know that God is here. Hymn number 267. scriptural this morning will be given by Wendy from Georgia.
1: Psalms, the goodness of God endureth continually. Deuteronomy, the Lord thy God will make thee plenteous in every work of thine hand, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over thee for good, as he rejoiced over thy fathers. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land wherein there shall eat bread without scarceness, thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand.
0: Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science Textbook. Our Father, Father, who is art in heaven. Our Father, Mother, God, all-harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable one. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever-present. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 224. O Lord, I would delight in thee and on thy care depend. To thee in every trouble flee, my best, my ever friend. When all material streams are dried, thy fullness is the same. May I with this be satisfied, and glory in thy name. Hymn number 224. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, which is kind of an adult Sunday school class to help us all learn a little bit better how to practice Christian science. And we had a really good session this morning. So if you missed it, or if you wanted to listen to it again, it will be on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and it will also be available on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 a.m., and that Sunday school has its own teleconference number so that any child anywhere can listen and participate even if you don't live in the area here. So if you don't live in here, and if you have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll give you the number, and we'd be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers, so you can bring everybody. Yesterday, we had a really good Bible study session, and I hope all of you were able to attend, and if you weren't able to, you really should listen to it. It's available to listen to on our website, and I think it's also on our YouTube channel. The next Bible study will be scheduled for some Saturday in April, so check the calendar and check the website for the study questions for the next Bible study, and we'll look forward to another good one, really good one, sometime in April. And we've been busy printing and mailing. The quarterly for the second quarter of 2022 has been printed and mailed this week to subscribers. And there's a really good article that's featured on our website that I wanted to recommend. It's by Martha Wilcox, entitled, Remedy for World Problems. So if you're wondering how to pray about world problems. I recommend this really, really good, short but very good article by Martha Wilcox. And everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from Miscellaneous Writings that attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science Textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Karen from California.
3: Page 415. Dear Mother, the most blessed of women, oh, how I long to sit within the range of your voice and hear the truth that comes to you from on high, for none could speak such wondrous thoughts as have come from your pen, except it be the Spirit that speaketh in you. Two years ago last October, while laboring under a great strain of care and anxiety in regard to financial affairs, I heard of Christian science. I borrowed Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and began to read. I bless God that I was driven to it by such an extremity. After reading some 150 pages, I was convinced that it was the truth for which I had searched during 20 years. While I was reading the chapter on imposition and demonstration, I was healed of endometriosis and prolapsus uteri of over 20 years standing, pronounced incurable by eminent physicians. Professor Ludlam, the dean of Hanneman Medical College of Chicago, Illinois, was one of my doctors. Before I was healed, to walk seven or eight blocks would so fatigue me that it would take me a week to recover. I now started out and walked and was on my feet all day and for several succeeding days, but felt no weariness from my labors. I felt after being healed, I must have a science and health of my own. I had no money to buy it. So earned it by getting subscribers for the journal. It has gone with me everywhere I have been. I have been well ever since. I had suffered from bodily ailments, but they were nothing compared to my mental trials. Grief, hatred, jealousy, and revenge had well nigh bereft me of reason. I had lost a home of plenty, been reduced to almost abject poverty, and had become a cheerless woman, could not smile without feeling I had sinned. All my griefs and sorrows are now turned to joy, and my hatred is changed to love. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace. Goodwill toward men. I read Science and Health and all your other books together with the New Testament every minute I can get. EBC, Omaha, Nebraska.
0: The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 22 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Substance. The golden text is from Proverbs. Riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. The responsive reading is from Psalms. Blessed art thou, O Lord. Teach me thy statutes. I will Will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. Deal bountifully with thy servant, that I may live, and keep thy word.
4: Open Open thou mine eyes
0: that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of thy house, and thou shalt make them drink of the river of thy pleasures. For For with thee is the fountain of life in thy light shall we see light. Craig will now read. The
4: Bible, Exodus. And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin after their journeys, according to the commandment of the Lord, and pitched in Rephidim, And there was no water for the people to drink. Wherefore, the people did chide with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide ye with me? Wherefore, do you tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted here, there for water, And the people murmured against Moses and said, Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, What shall I do unto this people? They be almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people, and take with thee of the elders of Israel, and thy rod wherewith thou smotest the river. Take in thine hand, and go. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. Matthew. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them and he healed their sick. And when it was evening, His disciples came to him, saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now past. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart. Give ye them to eat. And they say unto him, We have here but five loaves, and two fishes. He said, Bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass, and took the five loaves and the two fishes. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake, and gave the loaves to his disciples, and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat, and were filled, and they took up of the fragments that remained 12 baskets full. And they that had eaten were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. Luke, and he said unto his disciples, Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, neither for the body, what you shall put on. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not. And yet I say unto you that Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew. And when they were come to Capernaum, they that received tribute money came to Peter, and said, Doth not your master pay tribute? He saith, Yes! And when he was come into the house, Jesus prevented him, saying, What thinkest thou, Simon? Of whom do the kings of the earth take custom or tribute, of their own children, or of strangers? Peter saith unto him, Of strangers, Jesus saith unto him, Then are the children free. Notwithstanding, lest we should offend them, go thou to the sea, and cast an hook, and take up the fish that first cometh up. And when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of money that take and give unto them for me and thee. Mark. And Jesus sat over against the treasury and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury and many that were rich cast in much. And there came a certain poor widow and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. And he called unto his, him his disciples, and saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that this poor woman hath cast it more in than all they which have cast into the treasury, for all they did cast in of their abundance. But she, of her want, did cast in all that she had, even all her living. Second Corinthians For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty, might be rich. For I mean not that other men be eased, and ye be burdened, but by an equality, that now at this time your abundance may be a supply for their want, and their abundance also may be a supply for your want, that there may be equality. As it is written, He that gathereth much had nothing over, and he that gathereth little had no lack. Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures.
0: Elizabeth from Georgia will now read.
5: I will read Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. Question, what is substance? Answer, substance is that which is eternal and incapable of discord and decay. Truth, life, and love are substance as the scriptures use this word in Hebrew, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Spirit, the synonym of mind, soul, or God, is the only real substance. The spiritual universe, including individual man, is a compound idea reflecting the divine substance of spirit. In the scientific relation of God to man, we find that whatever blesses one blesses all, as Jesus showed with the loaves and the fishes, spirit, not matter, being the source of supply. In divine science, man is sustained by God, the divine principle of being. The earth at God's command brings forth food for man's use. Knowing this, Jesus once said, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, presuming not on the prerogative of his creator, but recognizing God, the father and mother of all, as able to feed and clothe man as he doth the lilies. Absorbed in material selfhood, we discern and reflect, but faintly, the substance of life or mind. Spirit is the only substance and consciousness recognized by divine science. The material senses oppose this, but there are no material senses, for matter has no mind. In spirit there is no matter. Even as in truth there is no error, and in good no evil. It is a false supposition, the notion that there is real substance matter, the opposite of spirit. Spirit God is infinite all. Spirit can have no opposite. That matter is substantial or has life and sensation, is one of the false beliefs of mortals and exists only in a supposititious mortal consciousness. Hence, as we approach spirit and truth, we lose the consciousness of matter. The admission that there can be material substance requires another admission, namely that spirit is not infinite and that matter is self-creative self-existent and eternal from this it would follow that there are two eternal causes warring forever with each other and yet we say that spirit is supreme and all present divine love blesses its own ideas and causes them to multiply to manifest his power Man is not made to till the soil. His birthright is dominion, not subjection. He is Lord of the belief in earth and heaven, himself subordinate alone to his maker. This is the science of being. Genesis 1, 29, 30. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree-yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat and to every beast of the earth and to every fowl of the air and to everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. God gives the lesser idea of himself for a link to the greater, and in return, the higher always protects the lower. The rich in spirit help the poor in one grand brotherhood, all having the same principle or father. And blessed is that man who seeth his brother's need and supplieth it, seeking his own in another's good. Love giveth to the least spiritual idea might, immortality, and goodness, which shine through all as the blossom shines through the bud. All the varied expressions of God reflect health, holiness, immortality, infinite life, truth, and love. The one ego, the one mind or spirit called God, is infinite individuality, which supplies all form and comeliness, and which reflects reality and divinity. IN INDIVIDUAL SPIRITUAL MAN AND THINGS. INFINITE MIND CREATES AND GOVERNS ALL, FROM THE MENTAL molecule TO INFINITY. THIS DIVINE PRINCIPLE OF ALL EXPRESSES SCIENCE AND ART THROUGHOUT HIS CREATION AND THE IMMORTALITY OF MAN AND THE UNIVERSE. CREATION IS EVER APPEARING and must ever continue to appear from the nature of its inexhaustible source. Soul has infinite resources with which to bless mankind and happiness would be more readily attained and would be more secure in our keeping if sought in soul. Divine love always has met and always will meet every human need. It is not well to imagine that Jesus demonstrated the divine power to heal only for a select number or for a limited period of time since to all mankind and in every hour divine love supplies all good. Non-materially, But spiritually, we know him as divine mind, as life, truth, and love. We shall obey and adore in proportion as we apprehend the divine nature and love him understandingly, warring no more over the corporeality, but rejoicing in the affluence of our God. Religion will then be of the heart and not of the head mankind will no longer be tyrannical and prescriptive from lack of love straining out gnats and swallowing camels in the following psalm one word shows though faintly the light which christian science throws on the scriptures by substituting for the corporeal sense the incorporeal or spiritual sense of deity. Psalm 23. Divine love is my shepherd. I shall not want. Love maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Love leadeth me beside the still waters. Love restoreth my soul, spiritual sense. Love leadeth me in the path of righteousness, for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for love is with me. Love's rod and love's staff, they comfort me. Love prepares a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Love anointeth my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house, the consciousness of love forever.
0: Let us now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 327. The God who made both heaven and earth and all that they contain will never quit his steadfast truth nor make his promise vain. Hymn number 327. Let's now sing hymn number 46, Day by day the manna fell, O oh, to learn this lesson well, Still by constant mercy fed, Give me, Lord, my daily bread. Hymn number 46.
6: from the Christian Science textbook the scientific statement of being and the correlative passages from 1 John 3rd chapter there is no life truth intelligence nor substance in matter all is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation for god is all in all spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold. For we shall see him as he is, and every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will fill their treasures. Amen.